Let's get him in here, ladies and gentlemen. I know it's a couple minutes before the end of the hour, but I think we're what the, what we're trying to do. I think what the chat is trying to do is trying to wash the taste of 365 days out of their mouth. The only way that they can do that, Paul, is by you ingesting whatever you're going to ingest. <laughs> How you doing, Nick? I am wonderful, my friend. How are you? <clears throat> I am doing good for now. I mean, but um, <laughs> of course, Paul Chomo is the host of Varmints. Paul, tell us a little bit about Varmints. Well, Varmints is a podcast that is about animals. We talk about animals in pop culture. We generally just cover one animal per episode. Uh, we talk about, uh, you know, some of the behaviors of that animal, some of its physical adaptations, and we talk about whether or not we would eat that animal, which is what brings me here today. So today, uh, Brood 10 is emerging around a lot of the nation. So I'm going to be talking about Brood 10. But... You're going to dare me to eat things. If you've never been here before, how this works is that you are going to put your money where my mouth is. Now, I have some snacks here that I'm going to try this year. I have five snacks. Um, last year, this segment raised about $300, which was really, really cool of you guys. Uh, Jer or, or, uh, Nick raised the bar. I'm going to raise the bar, too. I really want to raise $350 this year, $70 per snack. Well, we're already forty dollars in because Alan from Interrupted Tales donated fifteen, and uh, Sean Ennis twenty five dollars. I love you, Paul, but eat up. So we're already forty dollars in. <laughs> I love you guys too. So we need thirty more dollars to unlock snack number one, guys. Yes, snack number and, one. And uh, last year, I you you might remember that I had Skull Vodka to to wash everything oh, down God. with. I, I see, and with everything you ate last year, that's what made me feel the the worst for you. <laughs> is you were drinking well, literal paint thinner to wash it down. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty bad. I actually still have that bottle. <laughs> There's still kidding, a bit less in that bottle in my in my liquor cabinet. This year, I I found something worse. I think I've never had it before. If somebody in the chat wants to guess what I've bought this year, it's a specialty liqueur. It is from Chicago. It is made out of wormwood. As soon as somebody says the name of it, if they know what it is, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it live. We have a $25 donation from Girls on a Bench, two girls on a bench. And we have a $100 donation from Dan Brennick of Netflix and Swell. So we are now at, what is that, 165 Okay, well. <laughs> so we're already a couple snacks in. <laughs> okay, so... Here, I'm going to introduce the drink now because I'm not going to make you guys guess. Uh, this is a, a Chicago specialty. I'll read you the label on the back. It says that uh, Jepson's Malort has the aroma and full-bodied flavor of an unusual botanical. Its bitter taste is savored by two-fisted drinkers. Um, that, that, that's a label that sounds like it's hiding something. $30 from I... Michelle. Thank you so, so much, Michelle. We are at 195 We only need, I mean, and you guys obviously have to keep donating past 350 you know, but I mean, yes. I knew this was going to happen. It happens every, there's 25 more from Shauna. Hooray for Paul. Hooray for last stream. <laughs> so here's the Malort. Jepson's Malort. I got this just for the live stream. This is a completely unopened bottle. I've never had this in my life. By the way, guys, we are at 76.11. We are now officially over the halfway mark. Over halfway to a future immune to cancer, $15,000. Thank you all so, so much. You are all so amazing. Wow. Settle down, everybody. All right. So Chris Yaney in the chat says that Malort is yum. And I will, uh, I'll have to see about that. It's a very nice amber color. It looks like mead. It's about the same color as mead. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it smells like. It does not smell good. It smells like some sort of cleaner or cleanser. Here we go. $30 put... from Mario in the bar. We are at $250. Oh we're we're three God. snacks in officially, by the way. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm going to give this Malort a try. It is. Um, it tastes like. It, it smells like cheap aftershave. Oh, God. Does, does not bode well. Um, I'm going to give it a try. Uh, Malort going in. Oh. <laughs> that face said it all. <laughs> this is this is like something you would use to take like watermarks out of a granite countertop. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
wow, I can't believe people drink this stuff. <laughs> Chris Yaney, explain yourself. <laughs> oh, I cannot. Woo. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> it's a first-class ticket to Flavortown International. Oh, no, it's not. Okay. Oh, my God. Um, This year, you're going to be pleased to know that I have more than just bugs. Like, I have expanded my palate. I have things that are not bugs this year. So I'm going to start with one of those. And that one is... I don't even know where to start because they're all pretty bad. I'm going to start with this. It's uh, courtesy of Drew Hallam. It's called Moroccan Octopus Jerky. Okay. We just got another $50 donation. I got to read your message again there, Chrissini. Hang on. I got I to gotta read the message again. Uh, did they disappear too quickly? Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody, for your amazing donations. We're now at 300 for the segment, by the way, so we just need a little bit more, uh, you know, to, to get all of the snacks online. He hasn't even tasted the first one yet. You guys are insane. every single year. <laughs> it's a- amazing to me. Every year, I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to have snacks left over. Nope. I'm having trouble getting this, this bag open. Hang on. <laughs> Yummy and the after- not. <laughs> The aftertaste of that Malort, I can't even describe it to you. It's like, it it really is like if you were drunk and you came in and you just wanted to get another drink and you were like fumbling around for something and you grabbed like, if if you grabbed like the original flavor Listerine, but it had been sitting in the, but it had been sitting under the sink for about 25 years. Oh. Yeah. Okay. This is, uh, this is going to be Moroccan octopus jerky. Here comes the money. Justice for the octopus teacher, Julio, with a $10 donation. <laughs> so here, this looks like, I, I don't even know what this looks like. Um, I think that's a tentacle. I mean, if I weren't looking closely enough, I would say it looks like bacon. It looks like bacon. It smells of, it smells of seafood. It smells of salty, like, this is like dried anchovies like if you found a, a a container of anchovies that was about 60 years old oh nice and and slightly sticky that would be it okay <laughs> all right you guys ready for the type them up, guys in the chat hashtag octopus hashtag octopus jerky <laughs> get them get them hyped up in the chat guys <laughs> i love you too christiani here we go octopus in bon appetit It tastes like gunk. It's not good. Oh, it's not good. Hashtag Gerald is turned on by tentacles. <laughs> Are we in Flavor Town right now? No, we're not in Flavor Town. By the way, since this is seafood, I think this is a great time for you, Nick, to just go ahead and rip the Ooh. Band-Aid off and try your, your snack. Let's let's get it done. Ooh. This... um. This also smells uh, definitively of seafood. Yes. But not good seafood. Like, this is what the Weiss seafood section smells like all the time, which is why I'll never buy seafood from there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so these are, these are like, uh, these are fish snacks from, uh, and my, my camera is minimized. I've, I've got uh, mainly Paul on the screen here, but let me bring us up here. Uh, yeah, these are like these little sticks. And they stink horribly of fish. <laughs> Just absolutely horribly of fish. So, cheers, buddy. Uh, oh, they taste like really stale and... They're very stale. Yeah. Hard. They, like, if yeah. you were drink, if you were eating wet cardboard, kind of, but also with a salty... I don't hate it. It's like fish saucy. Yeah. I mean, it's not terrible. I mean, it's not nearly as bad as whatever you were eating, Paul. The opt... Op- Opt- Opticus, Jesus. See the, um, the thing with the thing with those is you expect them to be crispy, but they're not. They're like very rubbery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody in the chat wants me to have another piece of octopus, so I will do that. They have they they have really honestly very little taste. Uh, I'll definitely say that for them. Ah, uh, mm. I need water to wash that down though. Oh, it's like eating a fish flavored rubbery racer. Oh. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, may have a little more malort. Mm, oh boy, malort. Oh, that was clearly a mistake. Like, did somebody 
distilled that and it was a mistake and they just they thought i'll just sell it and see what happens and people bought it uh m you may actually be correct these may just be cat treats <laughs> <laughs> rebecca just took one to go try to give it to mookie and see if mookie will eat <laughs> Oh my goodness. Shall I talk about cicadas for a minute or should I just keep on because it's only nine minutes after four. We're I mean, only like ten minutes into the segment. It's up to you, my friend. We're we're at three ten okay. right now in terms of in terms of your segment total. So only forty four dollars to unlock the final snack. Oh my goodness gracious. All right, brood ten is emerging right now. Uh, brood ten is a massive colony of cicadas that's underground right now. They're all coming up all at once. It's really, really cool. Uh, they come up every seventeen years. And uh, this just so happens to be the year. Now, cicadas will emerge early, some of them, and they get, they get eaten right away. But if enough of them merge early, they could start another brood, which is why you have like brood 10, brood 19, brood, brood this and that. And it's interesting, cicadas only emerge every either 17 years or every 13 years. And they evolved that way for a really interesting reason. They're both prime numbers. So say if these cicadas emerged every 12 years, well, any animal, any predator, and a lot of things eat cicadas, any predator with a two, three, four, or six year lifespan would just have a field day on these guys. So by doing either 13 or 17 years, they, eat, they outlive the predator population booms. And so that's why we have like billions of them coming up. Um, if you want to track cicadas, if you want to help with science, you can uh, download an app called Cicada Safari. And what that'll do is you can take a picture of the cicada. It will automatically upload to a big database. It will geotag your photo. It'll it'll you know tell them the date and time and, and location where you saw the cicada. And it helps them research cicadas, which is really, really cool. Dead Cicadas is the name of my new punk band. All right. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, if you guys have uh, questions in the chat, I will be happy to answer them, whether they are about cicadas or are they pronounced cicada or cicada? No, they are cicadas. I think I heard some British person say cicadas one time, but it's, that's not it. Oh, my God. This, the, the, the aftertaste of this malort. I can't describe the aftertaste of this malort. I, I, don't, I just don't think there is. And here I am continuing to drink it. I don't. I'm trying to put my finger on it it is not delicious as chris yaney promised it is i mean it just tastes like you're drinking the wrong thing like it tastes like you're drinking you're drinking straight up poison where are we at here 413 god this is going to be the longest hour ever all right cicadas the word comes from latin and the word cicada just means cicada that is a, a language that was adopted by the, when the Romans conquered a territory and they spoke their own little language. It's called a substrate language. So we have those here today. We have like uh, Native American words that we use in our everyday speech. It's a substrate language. We kind of, you know, went in on the Native American territory. We took some of their language and we took all of their land and said, here, here's some fire water and here's some blankets with smallpox on it. Thanks for the words. And uh, so that's where the word cicada comes from. It just means cicada, which is kind of boring. Have you heard about the fungus massospora that's making cicadas go sex crazy, asks two girls on the bench. Yes, it is actually making their butts fall off. <laughs> it's it, it literally their their butts and their little genitals are falling off because they're coming out of the ground and they are just mating with everything in sight because of this fungus that acts like almost like a uh, a drug which um you know that that pretty much describes I my life in the Gerald. late 80s early 90s <laughs> Gerald's butts. just like butts falling off am i right yeah <laughs> yeah and christine says cane toads will take care of them right paul oh boy cane toads uh that's a whole nother subject yeah cicada is latin for cicada let me go up through the chat here and see if there's any other questions. Uh, the UK just had Flying Ants Day. That's bad enough. Yeah, Flying Ants Day is a thing that happens every year where they have these flying ants. And just for like a couple of days or a week, 
they just get swarmed by these flying ants. Like they just get everywhere. Cats love them, I'm told. Little uh, little sky raisins. Have we used an exoskeleton as a guitar pick yet? That was a little joke in the in the episode we did about cicadas. No, we haven't. I think that's all the questions in the chat. Is there any insect that you are scared of, Paul? Is there any insect I'm scared of? Probably. Okay, I'll tell you what insect I'm scared of. Gross. Paul drinking Malort or people eating cicadas. Uh, Moxie Labouche with a $25 donation. <laughs> and Drew Hallam is here, ladies and gentlemen. He has finally arrived. He's here. Here comes the money. Uh, if, is there any insect that you are scared of? Yes, it would be the brown recluse spider. Um, I've seen what a bite from one of those can do to a person. It basically it it, it necrotizes the, the site of the bite. Um, it kills all the skin around it, and you just wind up with a big nasty hole that needs a uh, a skin graft, which is lovely. Let me take a little drink of Malort. I've seen the pain someone had from a brown recluse. Yeah, it's it's not good. And dun, 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 hey, dun, dun. here he comes. Where where is he? Show us yours. There he is. Drew Hallam. I oh. just tried I just tried your octopus jerky. I know. I was I was driving home. I wasn't pulling a Gerald and messaging while I was watching it and driving, but I could I could hear <laughs> I could hear it. And oh my god. I mean speaking of which, Drew, earlier this morning we did cross over I that thousand line. People were messaging me and telling me already that we were we were at the seven thousand dollar mark, and now we're nearly at the eight thousand dollar mark. We are. I think what I would like to do, Drew, is I would like to have you wait until Paul has his next snack and is going to okay. have when he washes it down with Malort, then join him. Yours tastes better than Malort, I assume. Maybe. <laughs> Well, I mean, I have five snacks to get through, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna eat the other one right now. Do you want to join me, Drew? I will. I will. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll grab some of mine. Oh yeah, you have a I, snack too, right? I did. I did. I, I wanted to join you in some uh, insects. So I have uh, what do you chipotle, have? Chipotle grasshoppers. That sounds delicious. I never thought I'd say that, but I'm drinking Malort, and I just ate octopus. So <laughs> that sounds wonderful. That sounds wonderful compared to what you sent me. Oh, I know. And I apologize already for that. You know what the other thing you sent me was. I, I did, but I was more worried about the gra or about the uh, octopus jerky. The octopus was good. This I'm actually legitimately dreading. Oh, no. Okay. Here we go. Here, guys. This is earthworm jerky. That's oh. right. Another jerky-based snack made out of earthworms. My. Those look like anchovies. <laughs> You know you're in a bad place when you say that Chipotle grasshoppers sound delicious. Yes, Sean Ennis. <laughs> you you say that kind of stuff when you're holding a bag of freaking earthworm jerky in your hands. And we have Chipotle grasshoppers. <laughs> bon appetit. <laughs> Pardon me while I open the bag. Did you already did you already eat yours, Drew? No, no, no. I was, I was waiting. I was holding them. All right. Displaying we have a little, everybody. We have a little bag of earthworm jerky here. It actually looks quite a bit like, it looks like beef jerky. Oh. Yeah. Not bad. All right, Drew, you ready? Ready. Bon, <laughs> bon appetit. <laughs> Are we in Flavor Town right now? You know what? That's not bad. We got a winner. <laughs> That's not bad. Ooh, it's spicy. What in the world did they do this? <laughs> it's spicy? It is these spicy. Have a weird, these have a weird hint of lime somewhere like in the middle, but then it quickly dissipates. <laughs> this is grilled earthworm. The marinade is sugar, lime powder, uncooked paprika powder, or I'm sorry, smoked paprika powder, garlic powder, onion powder, red chili, spices, vinegar. Oh, there's there's salt, the red chili. And MSG. Not bad. Yum. Except 
it's like one of those things where you're just chewing and chewing and chewing and chewing and your mouth just cannot break it down. Yeah, that's and what also, the fish snacks were like. Yeah, they, they do that. And also, all of the earthworm jerky has solidified into one giant earthworm <laughs> jerky clump. <laughs> that's amazing. Which, uh, maybe later in the show, I'll just take a big bite out of that clump. We'll if see what happens. Together, if it sticks together, it's one nacho. <laughs> <laughs> and it's sticking in my teeth, which is not good. Because, oh, you know what? That piece of jerky tasted awful. That tasted like a... <laughs> that was like taking a bite out of a library book. Ugh. Yeah. I also, I also, Paul, got some, like, cheddar cheese larvettes. Nice. So I maybe... Think. Maybe... See, right now, Paul is just looking at them with envy because this is like shades right. of, of, of the, the first appearance on live stream when he was eating what, what he would probably consider much, much better and more tame. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very much so. But for, for Paul, for Paul and the donations. Bon appétit. It's nothing. You taste nothing. Oh, no, wait. It's at the end. Are you, you, oh, you get <laughs> at the end. Formers, earthworms in disguise. Em, I love you. <laughs> Wait, wow. did Paul take it? Did Paul take a drink yet? Am I supposed to take my shot? Yeah. Cheers. Bottoms up. Moonshine for Drew. Ooh. We are fast approaching eight thousand dollars, so he's going to be doing another one very, very soon. I feel like Malort is probably one of those things where it's an acquired taste, and I may never acquire that taste. <laughs> Something is starting to make me sweat profusely, and I don't know if it's the Malort or if it's the earthworms or if it's what was the thirst thirst first thing? The octopus, octopus jerky. Back years ago, people were calling cicadas locusts, and they are actually not locusts. The locust is a different a different insect. The reason people called them locusts was because when the settlers came over from Europe to the United States, this is where the periodical cicadas all are. Uh, the settlers came over. Every 17 years, they would see this huge swarm of bugs coming up out of the ground and just everywhere all the time. And they, came, you know, many of the people that came over were very, very religious. So what they had in their heads was the account of Noah. Or, no, not Noah. I'm sorry, Moses um, and the plagues of Egypt. And one of those plagues was locusts and the locusts would cover the land and eat everything. And so they were thinking Bible. They were thinking biblical because when you have a billion cicadas coming out of the ground at once, it looks pretty biblical and it sounds incredibly it's an loud. Carbon rod! So that's why they call them locusts. Kind of interesting. But we, we know that they are not locusts. Locusts are a completely uh, different insect. I'm looking at the chat. Hello, everybody on the chat. Thank you for joining me. Now I have to take another drink of Malort. <laughs> I'm looking forward to never drinking that ever again. I bet. That tastes like pencil shavings and sadness. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that is amazing. Where did Nick go? Nick He's is somewhere. There. Nick is somewhere vomiting right now. Right. Never. Let's... <laughs> I'm wondering if we should let me see what else do I have for I was, cicadas. I was posting I... what we were eating for lunch, uh, and I didn't oh, want okay. to tell you about it because I, I figured it would make you feel bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> the first year I did this, I'm doing the segment, and Nick pulls out a giant piece of pizza, <laughs> and he starts eating pizza while I have like crickets or some crap in my mouth. And then last year, what was it? You had like you had like jerky. You had some sort of beef yeah, jerky. Yeah, we, we we had all the spicy jerkies and stuff last year. This year, I'm I'm making everything from scratch uh, that we're eating during the event. So, go ahead, tell me what it is. Uh, so in in upstate New York, uh, we have a thing called the Speedies, which are essentially just chicken kebabs. Uh, I make my own marinade. They've been marinating for six days, and I grill okay. Them you over can shut up now. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Mouse and Weens, I came on late. Is your drink alcoholic, Paul? Yes, it sure is. 
It is. It's called Jepson's Malort. Here it is again. It is 70 proof. Pencil, pencil shavings and sadness is opening for dead cicadas. <laughs> dead cicadas at the Troubadour. 125 proof. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. I think yours has flavor. Mine's just like pure anger and I don't know. Like mine has mine has flavor, but let's we're we're using the word flavor very, very <laughs> flavor. loosely. Very loosely, yeah. No, this 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 seems like anger and like awkward home movies, like just rolled <laughs> into one. Like I told Nick yesterday, I had some I had some uh, some blackberry uh, old Smokey's moonshine. It it kind of tasted like if Dimetap wanted your lunch money, and it uh, it didn't go over very well. <laughs> Thank you so much, Gerald, for your ten dollar donation. But please, for the love of God, Thank stop you, talking about cicadas butts. <laughs> all right i'm gonna take another uh i'm gonna do another snack and i am going to talk about how cicadas know when to come out of the ground all at once but first i'm gonna have a snack so you guys paid for this one as well uh another jerky there's a lot of jerkies today um and this one is one of them it is if you can read that rocky mountain Oyster jerky, beef testicles. Oh. So we're going to enjoy some beef testicle jerky today. Ball jerky. Indeed. Well, you got you got your balls. I'll, I'll add another, uh, another mouthful of crickets to join you. Yeah, not the kind of nuts I was planning on having in my mouth, but uh, try it anyway. I just love that you had already planned to have nuts in your mouth. <laughs> We're back on 365 days again. <laughs> Let me smell it. It smells like a bag full of balls. <laughs> Wait, I got I got one even better for you here, Drew. He said that he sucked the blood from the penis and put the balls in his mouth. <laughs> Poignant. <laughs> <laughs> you know what nick that gets uh that gets a five dollar donation just because that was spot on every every uh once every year or so i'll use the soundboard appropriately so here's something interesting the um let me pull one out here this was um hang on so it, it fell apart, but I'll so show you. Here comes the money. <laughs> it, it fell apart, but I'll show you how they came out. How this one came out of the bag, this piece of beef testicle jerky, which smells, by the way, almost fishy a little bit. But here's what it looked like coming out of the bag. It actually looks like. It looks like that. Oh. Here comes the money. <laughs> Brad with the cinema guys donated five dollars for the balls. Oh, it doesn't smell good, but uh, knocking on the door of seventy eight hundred and just, I mean, literally twenty two dollars away. All right. Well, only one way to find out how good these are. Bon appetit. It's like a bison's penis. What is that shit? <laughs> yeah, it's um. <laughs> Now, maybe you got all day to pound your meat, okay? <laughs> Some of us don't. Well, very, very... What? <laughs> so, I don't know how you guys feel about liver. Hmm? I like liver. Do you? You yeah, might like... You might like testicle jerky. There's a very strong liver flavor on the back end. Okay. It tastes good. Oh, no, it's not good. Oh, oh no. My disappointment is immeasurable. And my day is ruined. Oh, it, got, it gets worse. It gets very, very oh, no. worse. Oh, no. Oh, 
the liver taste just gets like more and more intense the longer you chew it. I don't know why livers and testicles are so closely related, but hang on. Oh my God. Look at this! Look! Look! Oh. Oh my God. Okay. So, fun fact, I just got Wisdom Teeth taken out last Wednesday. Hey, you did. And that was, uh, that snack was just not advisable. It tastes like gunk. Yeah, it's really bad. Really, really bad, but they are like delightfully testicle shaped. Look at that. They're all, all these little pieces are like nice little round. That looks like a condom. <laughs> that looks like a condom. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, that's perfect, Taco. Odo, he's got oh jerky balls in his hole. <laughs> so well, I shouldn't as... let him. Oh, go on, Drew. I was gonna say, as Shauna had said from Two Girls on a Bench, these seem like perfect keto snacks. You know what? If you like liver, I I say go for it. They're great. I mean, so yeah, so far everything has been keto, keto friendly. Yeah, I, I think the, what I have left over is going to be keto friendly too. There you go. Oh my goodness gracious! Um, from, so I from the so snacks I, to the alcohol. <laughs> contrary and Alex, so I shouldn't let a bull dangle their dice in my mouth probably a good a good policy oh lord have mercy okay how do cicadas know when to come out of the ground all at the same time like how do, why how, why does that happen they don't they don't really communicate with each other in, in any way that we can measure or hear so how do they know well do you know what zoom uh, sorry phylum no sorry xylem and phloem if anybody knows what the what xylem and phloem are, put them in the uh, put them in the put in the chat there. The xylem and the phloem, the the young cicadas attach to those under the ground on a tree, and they get all of their their nutrients from the Wu Tang members. Good answer. They get all their nutrients from the xylem and the phloem, and that's where they stay for seventeen years. Now. Sisters I knew in college. <laughs> Were they from Russia, Gerald? Okay. They're the roots. I'll just give you the answer. So the little cicadas stay attached to the roots under the tree for 17 years. Now, I didn't know this, but all the water and the nutrients that feed a tree, it's not a constant flow all year round. The flow like increases and decreases and even stops in the wintertime when there is no like leaves on the tree. So the cicadas all are somehow counting those water cycles. They can feel when there's a surge in the water that's going through the roots, and they keep track of that. So if you have a big tree and a thousand cicadas are latched onto the roots underneath that tree, and they're all counting these water cycles every year, those 1,000 cicadas are going to come up all at once because their little life cycles are all synced up. If you have five more trees or 10 more trees around that one tree, well, that those trees are getting the same nutrients. They're getting the same rainfall. They're getting the same stuff. And so now you have 6,000, 10,000, 100,000 cicadas that are all getting the same information. Their life cycles are all synced up and they're all coming up out of the ground all at once. So that's how they... That's how they do that. It's just that they're they're keeping track of those water cycles, they're keeping track of the uh, the water flow through the roots, and they're all synced up. And that's how they know when to come up out of the ground all at the same time. Hmm. Pretty like interesting. Smart, smart bugs. Yeah, I have bull balls stuck in my teeth. I oh. hate it when that happens. And and here's another thing: you can't see it on camera. But when I open the bag, a sort of one, one giant ball. No, no, no. It's it's even worse. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna put some on my 
on my hand here, a, a sort of like a dry black ash fell out of the bag. I don't know if you can like. Oh yeah. What oh, is? Yeah, you yeah, can yeah, see yeah. that. It's like ashes. I'm gonna try some. Oh jeez. Oh no. Is it like flavoring? Yeah, is it maybe like some? I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I probably hair. should not have. <laughs> I should not have done that. <laughs> Burnt ball hair. Love it. They suck the juice from the tree roots and put the roots in their mouths. Very much like this segment. All right. Oh, oh wow. Look, look. It's rotten, Mohammed. It's rotten. Oh. I should not have eaten that whatever dust fell out of that bag. I don't know what that was. Oh, Paul. That was a bad idea. <laughs> that was like dust from the Amazon warehouse. I'm almost certain of it. Oh, no. This, this, this bag has been sh sitting up on the shelf at the Amazon warehouse. Never eat ball dust, Paul. Yeah, I learned that today. Uh -huh. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Better drink some more Malort. <laughs> more Malort. More! Oh, only one way to get the taste out of that out of my mouth. Ooh. Malort. Okay. Squirt that freely. Jesus. <laughs> Where are we at here? I have two more snacks to eat. You guys are awesome. I got a picture from Brad Hargis I'm going to be posting up in here in, in, a, in, a, in a moment of, of cicadas. Oh, God, I still had the Google search for 365 days open. It's calling It's calling to you, Nick. Excuse me, guys. I'm going to swish out with a little bit of water. I have a piece of beef testicle stuck in my teeth back there. Brad said, my, Brad said that, uh, some, some cicadas that were coming up that, that he dug up. Yeah, and you know what? For this segment, I tried to find edible cicadas, and I could not find any. I'm very disappointed. But yeah, there they are. Actually, people eat cicadas. Right when they come out of the ground and they are like uh, fresh like that, people will collect them and eat them. When they come out of the ground, though, they start to produce a protein that hardens their shells. And it only takes like several minutes before those shells harden. Uh, it's just one of those things where as soon as they get out of the ground, their bodies say, okay, we got to protect everything. We got to protect our organs. And they just harden up almost immediately. So those are nice. Those are nice, fresh cicadas right there. Paul, I got, you I got you covered for next year for cicadas. Oh, awesome. Brad, you ate them, didn't you? Hopefully we can Hopefully we can find some. I'm going to be on a mission now. <laughs> All right, what's left? Oh, my gosh. Mm, not good. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, we got 15 minutes left. Um, should I do another snack, or should I tell you about how loud cicadas are? What do you think, Drew? I want the snack because I know what you have left. Okay. <laughs> I have, but, that's, I have, but that's just me. I know what you have left. You malicious I, bastard. <laughs> I had to I had to tell him he was the only person in the world that knew what I was bringing to the table this year. Because I didn't want him to buy something that I already bought. So he, he knows what I'm getting myself into. So we'll do one more. We'll do another snack. Uh, and then I'll talk to you about how loud cicadas are, and then uh, and then we'll do the uh, the showstopper, as it were. Uh, this is called a bug bug kebab. Oh, ah, we're back to the bugs now. It's gonna be a little kebab of dehydrated grasshoppers, silkworms, and salt. From again, from the Newport Jerky Company. Oh. And it's nice. Uh, it, it's I'm I'm assured that there are no colors or preservatives, and uh, these are boiled and dehydrated, not fried. So I'm glad I'm eating an, a healthy bug kebab. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, not getting any younger. I got to think about my heart health. Oh my goodness! All right. Well, it comes in its own little. There's an, another pouch, a pouch inside of a pouch. And, uh, oh, God. Hashtag bugs, balls, and more. Varman's podcast the is the best. I agree, Drew. $20 there donation. Are... Thank you so much, Drew. Okay. 
So first of all, there is not one kebab, but two. And uh, this one has a very, very large uh, grasshopper attached to the end of it. Oh, nice. <laughs> They're bigger than my grasshoppers, Paul. What's happening but, here? But there's, a, there's also a smaller, a smaller kebab. So I might save the bigger kebab for the end. Mm. What do you what do you got there, Drew? Do you have a leg? I, I was I was gonna say like no, that's that's your your grasshopper's bigger than my grasshopper. Well, these are these are smaller. These are uh, what did I say okay. these were? Grasshoppers. Grasshoppers and silkworms. Grasshoppers and silkworms. So what are you eating over there, Drew? Just the uh, chipotle grasshoppers. Are you enjoying those? You know what? They're not they're not bad. Oh, so the more you to get that. towards the middle of the of the bottle, apparently, like it seems to be more a bit of a uh, a lime flavoring, but then that quickly dissipates to a I don't know, almost like a like a burnt smokiness. Not not like unple unapple uh wow not uh unappealing, but I don't know. Yeah, this one this smells like a. It smells like a wet wool blanket and dog hair. <laughs> All right. All right, bug kebab going in. Bon appétit. <laughs> bon appétit. Walk out the door, you see someone that you know, and they ask you how you are, and you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine, but you just can't get into it because they would never understand. <laughs> that was appropriate. I love Drew mouthing the words to that as it as it happened. Oh, <laughs> look at this! It's as dry as a camel's asshole in a desert storm. Look how stringy that is. Oh my that's, god, that's legitimately one of, one of the driest things I've ever had on this live stream. Oh, <laughs> it just sucks all the moisture from every cell in your body into your mouth and. That was bad. Oh, my Lord. My disappointment is immeasurable. And my day is ruined. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about how loud cicadas are. <laughs> oh, so cicadas make a lot of noise and they use a, a pair of membranes called timbles. So timbles kind of look like a ridged potato chip. So think of taking a hard piece of plastic that, that is sort of shaped like it has the ridges of like a hard potato, uh, like a Lay's potato chip. And you, you, you uh, rub those together. That's how that sound is made. Like if you take a comb, everybody's taking a comb and run their thumb down the comb and making that noise. Imagine taking two combs and doing that, you know, rubbing them together like that. That's why they're so freaking loud. Um, a hundred decibels. That's how loud they get when they're all going at the same time, when they're all calling each other at the same time. Thank you that so much, is... Kate, for your $5 donation. Yeah, thank you very much. A uh, hundred decibels is like standing three feet away from a chainsaw. So if you're not in an area where there are cicadas, that will give you some idea as to how how loud they are. Wow. Yep. Actually, they're, they're studying these sounds, that, how loud these cicadas can get. Uh, the Navy is studying them because they want to figure out how these cicadas make all this noise without expending much effort. And so the idea is that maybe they can make a device that can mimic that method of sound pr uh, production uh, to use for like ship-to-ship -ship communications or that kind of thing. Pretty cool, I think. Between shotgun blast and jet engine, right? Yeah, it's like... I don't remember what the uh, what the the measurement for decibels is, but it's pretty loud. Paul is very much not fine. I am very much not fine because this malort malort malork. Oh, oh boy, oh boy, everybody! Wow. All right, I got I got uh, a few minutes left. Is there anything I missed? One cool thing is that like a foley artist in in films, they have sounds that they use they have like a sound library that they draw from but they also do a lot of creating their own sounds and they do this by 
sourcing sounds from nature and sourcing sounds from technology and kind of putting them all together in a way that makes a very, very unique sound. So they use cicadas quite a bit. Um, here is one of those periodic periodical cicadas. I'm going to see if I can hit the right button here. It sounds like a sci-fi thing, right? Or if you wanted a sound of like electricity or like a taser or something like that, here's yeah. a sound of, yeah, here's a sound of a New Zealand cicada. Sounds just like a taser, right? Yeah. Oh. I, could, I, I could see that in a evil scientist lab. Yeah. So there's that. Um, I Boy, I did not expect you guys to come through with the donations so quickly. I, man, that is so great. You should have known you, better. You should all. <laughs> it's you. Every single year. You know how much we love you. Every year they make it rain literally from the get-go because they're like, oh, what? We want to get to all five cents. Oh, yeah. Pile it on. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take a little, uh, I'm going to get the taste out of my mouth. I'm going to get the awful taste out of my mouth with <laughs> something as awful or not, if not more awful than uh, have some malort. Pardon me. <laughs> oh, let's look at the chat. Oh, my God. Tiff, no, I am not even close to being drunk yet. This is, I am, no, I'm good. <laughs> last year was a different story, but I'm good this year. <laughs> oh, last year was bad. Okay. Uh, where am I at? 453. This is snack book gold. You got that right, Shauna. All right. I have one more snack. I have the showstopper, as I'm yes. calling it. Yes. And then I have, I have another, I have a yeah, Drew. <laughs> is there anything else I can talk about with cicadas? I might just eat this other bug kebab because I'm I'm so not looking forward to the last bug. <laughs> this kebab just crumbled all over me. Okay. Actually, I'm just going to eat that, that nice big... There's a nice big grasshopper on the end of that kebab. I love, I love ASMR bug eating sounds. We haven't had very much good crunch because of all the jerky, this, this, uh, it's this thing. They're here. I gotta make up for that. Here comes the money. This is uh, buggy and wormwood liquor. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. Six dollars and sixty-six cents. Thank you so much, Chrisini. I'll try to give you some wow. crunch ball. Mm. I agree, Trisha. Too many balls. <laughs> I I tried to have Rebecca watch the segment of Paul eating the water bug from last year and that crunch, and she just was like, nope, 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 nope. She noped right out of it. <laughs> Okay. All right, guys. You paid for this. <sighs> Nick, you want to you wanna take my picture away. You want you want this full screen for Paul. Oh, it is. Drew, Drew, thank you so much for hey. your donations. Thank you for joining me. It was really, I loved it so much. Thank you very much. You, you rock, Paul. All right. Here we go. Five minutes left. Here is the, uh, here's the final snack for today. Look at... Oh! Look! Look! A oh, bacon and cheese flavor. Look. <laughs> what the? These are uh, bacon and cheese rhino beetles. Oh my god! Thank God for the bacon and cheese, or else these might not be edible. Oh boy! Wow! <laughs> Do you get this? Is gonna haunt my dreams. Hashtag slimy yet satisfying. That's some next level soundboard work. I agree, Sean. Oh, I'm in such luck because there's barely any bacon and cheese seasoning in here. And there's like three of them or four of them. Oh, my Lord. They're not quite as big. As, they're not quite as big as I thought they would be either. But they're still going to gonna have a nice big crunch. Nope, Rebecca's out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. You know what? By the way, before Re Rebecca goes away, I want to say thank you to Rebecca. Rebecca, are you there? Uh, Paul says thank you, Rebecca. She she already ran away. She had been so supportive of you through all this, and I really appreciate her. I she has to thank... been incredible. She's she's been so incredible and so supportive. Amazing. I want to thank um, 
Dan, Brennick, and Gerald Morris for being there in the chat and for doing such hard work on your behalf. And uh, everybody watching in the chat and, and commenting, thank you so very much. And Nick, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, you do so much work every year for this thing, and I, I really do appreciate it. So thank you so thank much, you. Paul. Thank, thank you, you so, everything. So Thank you, everybody, for your donations. This has been amazing for you, not so much for me. But um, here we go. Bacon and cheese water bug, of which there is not very much bacon and cheese on it. But um, Mouse and Wien says, oh, my God, don't do it. But <laughs> Alan Gallerisi, $15 donation. Thank you so much. Are we in Flavor Town right now? We're going to find out. Ooh, there's that crunch. <laughs> it's as dry as a camel's asshole in a fucking desert storm. Oh. Look how stringy that is. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> that was like crap. My disappointment is immeasurable. And my day is ruined. <laughs> Not only is there no bacon and cheese flavoring, but remember when I said that the the uh, the bug kebabs were the driest thing I've ever eaten on this live yeah. stream. That was a lie. <laughs> um, it was really bad. And because you guys are so awesome, I'm going to eat another one of these. And uh, yeah, the rhino beetle has killed Paul. Oh, one more for the road, shall we? Oh, these things smell like... Smell like a wet dog. Oh, Everybody's mm. here. You guys know you're all here for that crunch, right? That's that, that's that's why you're all here. Oh. Mm-mm. That was a bad idea. Oh. Oh. My lord. It's as dry as a camel's asshole in a desert storm. Look how stringy that is. <laughs> Walk out the door, you see someone that you know, and they ask you how you are, and you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine, but you just can't get into it because they would never understand. Yeah, is I'm not really fine. Oh, guys, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I know I'm coming up on my time. Um, Nick, thank you for having me once again. I really do appreciate it. Absolutely. It, again, it is always such a pleasure. Thank you all for your donations. I hope you enjoy the rest of the live stream. I'll try to pop in when I can uh, over the weekend. Once so. he washes, once he gets the Malort and Rhino Beetle out of his system. <laughs> that was a bad idea. The Paul Chomo story. That is going to be the title of my book. Should I ever write one? <laughs> Oh, my Lord. Paul, thank you so, so much again for being here. Um, it, it, Paul Tomo, ladies and gentlemen, his link has been being dropped over in the chat. So if you're somehow not familiar with Paul or his amazing show, please check it out. Please. I mean, if that doesn't earn him some subscribers, I don't I don't know what does. Uh, I don't know what does. Paul, you're absolutely amazing. Thank you so, so much for being here again for, All right. for the cure. You're the man. Love brother. you, Nick. Thank you. Take take care.